Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? And ahoy. What? Those what horny on? thorns. What is the matter? Stop what? making out. Stop! No one made out with anyone. Oh, they made out. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No. Technically, this time, no one made out. No, no, there was no, a kiss, no, no. but it wasn't... It uh, was an unwanted kiss. How is that not making out? Because, because it was... you have to the make de- out requires two people. You have to... It's reciprocal. The details of the article say it was to the back of the neck, Jason. Yeah. I said this earlier. That's even worse. <laughs> Came in by surprise. That's what I was... Remember this was... We were talking about the Tom Brady mouth kiss? Yeah. I said because he he he's, he was kissing his other son on the back of the neck. I think the back of the neck is worse. Then taking the surprise uh, from behind is way worse than uh, than going head on. Stop it! It's not that hard. Well, you know, I would say that like you sneak attacks from behind to the neck. Well, a celebration is the time to do it. Ah, because that's they were celebrating, <laughs> and so that's when you can. If you really are think, most people are just celebrating, like yeah. they're just viscerally reacting yeah. to what happened. Yeah. Other people are being pervy and going, "Oh, <laughs> here's my chance." So what you're saying is, we've been working together for 20 years. If I ever wanted to make a move on you, I wait until like the Jayhawks win the NCAA title, and then I come up from behind and I kiss your neck. Well, I think. <laughs> How quickly does your celebration end if I come up from behind, wrap my arms around you, and I plant one on your neck? Well, I wouldn't care. <laughs> You're, that doesn't delay. That doesn't stop your celebration in any way. I'd be like, what are you doing? Get away from me. <laughs> and then keep Rob partying. Chuck. Yeah! No, it would have to be like some sort of, maybe we have some team building exercise. You know how they used to do that? Yeah. But we don't care about that anymore around no, here. No, Um Where we're all like... In a circle, like celebrating something, some sort of, I don't some know. Sort of trust fall, yeah. And then yeah as yeah, you yeah. fall, I just kind of. Where we're you all a... together, and you don't really know whose hand is whose, and then before you know it, somebody's got a handful. We get news of smash rating success. We're all out having drinks, yeah. and then you know someone gets a little hands. Someone cheers, and then the hand goes a little far. Wow. It's just that organization cannot help themselves. Hey, it's not their fault. It's uh, oh. Well, I guess it is. It is their fault. I think it was also self-reported, so then the investigators are like, well, let us take a look Wait at a minute. this. Okay. Hold on. Let, let me let me verify this. I just read the article, though. But who was the who was the kisser? The rogue kisser? That was Sophie Klo or Clow. I don't know how you pronounce it. And who's Seal. that? What does she do? She's an assistant uh, trainer. trainer. So they fired her? Yes. Yeah. Who'd she kiss? One Doesn't of the players. Say. One of the players. Yeah, one of the players. And one and of then, the players is like, complained about it? Well, yeah, I, I guess I think it was one of those like you can't you can't be coming up from behind and giving me a little mwah, mwah, mwah. and then the other one was just they were handing out Cody. Now, who is that? That was the uh, trainer or doctor. That was the head trainer. Head trainer. The head trainer. And this is a male or a female. This is Pierre Soubrier. Yeah. So that would be. Oh, a male. he sounds famous. <laughs> he sounds like a chef. Like Pierre he would, Soubrier. He, he would. He's working under Gordon Ramsay and he moonlights handing out codeine. So he was handing out codeine. Yes. I give that a man. <laughs> I mean, is that fireable? Apparently, it's against league rules. I, I guess b- b- the, the league found that both of these incidents were in violation of league rules. Yeah. And right well, now, and they're, yeah, they yeah, they're, heightened sensitivity. They're heightened sensitivity over there. Heightened sensitivity because codeine. Boy, I'll tell you what. If I can go back and count the number of pills that I was given that were way worse than codeine back in the day, 
but that was like that was unregulated. Remember, a number of years ago, a bunch of uh, NFL and college doctors got in trouble because, uh, well, yeah, pills. And now they actually have to keep record. Because back in the day, there weren't even any prescriptions. They would just walk up and down like the aisles and give you handfuls of stuff. And you can't do that because, well, people are dying. Well, but codeine's just a pain pill, right? Uh, well, codeine's like is like it's the main ingredient in like cough syrup. But it's for pain. Yes. So it's a pain pill. Yeah. Pain pills are legal. Well, we don't know if it was a pill. If we don't know, it was in liquid form. Like the only codeine that I've ever had is like when you when you get like the prescription straight like cough syrup, that's codeine. Well, but a lot of pharmacies won't even stock it now. Why is that dangerous? Yeah, well, it's it's just being abused. That's what people make like that syrup, like the lean, like they they you know they what the, the it's it's become like a popular drink where people make it like they put skittles in there and sprite scissorp scissorp yeah, and they call it lean. Boy, you guys are hip. Well, it's not. I, I, this is all news to me. <laughs> Rob's not familiar with the the code. <laughs> the scissor. I no. I'm not familiar with scissor. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, okay, so codeine is really bad to the point of fireable. Okay, news to me. Didn't yeah, know that. I didn't know it either. Because to me, it's all just, I mean, in sports, I just think of uh, pain management as like a key sort of. And I the, think certain medications can a, include codeine. I don't think it has to be by itself. The article makes it sound as though the medica- it was medication given to players that included codeine. Yeah. So on the pain front, yo... It has to be approved. I'm I'm assuming so that all that substances. Yeah, it's got to be all regulated now, and it's news to me because, like I said, I just come from the world, and I know it's a much different world and it's a much better world. But look, I've said it on the program a million times: painkillers are the ugly little secret that make the sports world go round. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why is codeine then? Uh, I don't. Know. Why is this guy fired? Like, it se- that seems excessive. Something else is up. Who'd he kiss on the neck? <laughs> Well, he is married to star midfielder Crystal Dunn. Yeah. Okay. So that's who he's kissing, at least. So it'd be okay if he kissed her on the neck. Unless she didn't want to. You can't just, just because you're married. <laughs> Come on. Nah, that'd be okay. <laughs> well, in some ways, like, yeah, codeine is an opioid. It's just, you don't really, like, when you, you think about, like, abusing painkillers, you think more about, okay, like, but your, like, your, like, Vicodin? That's what you, you. So, so Vicodin, okay. <laughs> Oxy not okay? I don't know. Or codeine not okay? Like, what <laughs> I don't know. What do they... I mean, I'm sure there's an easy answer to this, but to me it's kind of silly that they... Well, and some if, are okay and others aren't. Well, and I think this goes down to... Now, everything has to be regulated, so if there is no prescription involved, you can't just be handing out... Like, code, you can't go to the store and buy codeine. That has to be a prescription. It has to be written. And like I said, even... A, a, like, well, that's true of Oxy and all that. Yes, but my, my point is, if, if he was giving coding medication without writing prescriptions for it you could get in some trouble for that well apparently he did <laughs> yes he did <laughs> all right well which is a bit of rest a bu- in peace pierre yes stop giving out medication god the freaking thorns i know they who can't. is in charge oh wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> i thought those two ladies are in charge now uh well they are but this isn't their fault no this is something that happened a long time ago this so. is Merritt paulson's fault yeah it's a whole thing so Either way, I just, when we came on the air, Buck hit me with that one, and I was like, my gosh, Thorns. On the Buck front, did you see the picture he sent us today on our text messages? I did see the photo. Wow. I wish we could post that, but we can't really because it's someone's house. Yeah. What is going on there? Well, we were talking about Christmas lights and leaving up your Christmas decorations too long, and Buck one-upped everybody because a neighbor of his not just has... Christmas decorations up, and there is. There's a nice row of candy canes. Some uh, some big, large bulb lights. Yeah, so clearly they haven't taken down any sort of uh, of Christmas decoration, but look, there's no other way to say it. Right in front of the door is like a 10-foot werewolf. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. And it's got ripped pants and a ripped sort of flannel. Yeah, well, that's like, you know, because he... Werewolf of London. Well, he hulked out sort of thing. Wasn't that the werewolf? Like, well, they all do that. It was yeah. a dude, and then, yeah, yeah, they they rip out. Although, yeah. can well, I? They say, all do that. Well, yeah, werewolves. That, yeah, that's like a yeah. trait of werewolves. Yes, you. It's the Incredible Hulk sort of theory. Although I'm always fascinated by he's ripped. Yeah, he's ripped. But that's a normal dude that turns into a nine foot werewolf, and apparently, while his pants rip, they still stay on, and they just turn into capris. 
Yeah. Because I don't think you can have like a nude werewolf. Well, that I think was it's, thing. it's weird. Incredible Hulk was like that. Yeah, because you can't have the incredible, you know, you can't have him hanging dong running around on TV. That would be a bit weird. But I always found it fascinating that everything ripped away from the Hulk but his pants. <laughs> that stayed perfectly on so because, well, you know. This is really, yeah, so we were talking about, you know, can you have your Christmas lights on late January? A lot of people in my neighborhood have their lights on. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. But I'm just, I was asking when, you know, when do you turn them off? Or take them down. Yeah. Apparently, February one becomes the date. That's a kind of a. a that's hard, like an HOA thing. Yeah. Where the, that's just sort of what people. I don't know. When does the werewolf come down? Well, that's because I'm assuming that's been up since like October first. Well, since oh, yeah. Halloween. Yeah, since before Halloween. And it's still so the. So we're, they, we're talking about a third of a year here. We're on four months now. So they leave the werewolf and then put the Christmas lights a, up around him. Around middle December, I was walking my dog by and I saw the two people and they were out there with their ladder. And I was like, oh my God, they're finally going to take the werewolf you... down. We come back the next day and there's a Santa hat on the werewolf. <laughs> well, that's a nice little way of transitioning it. Sure. Yeah. Now, can you describe these people? Because I tell you, the front of their house has a lot of red flags. Uh, and it's I, not just the werewolf. I barely got a look at these people. I was like, I just, I just kind of kept my head down and kept walking because I felt like I was going to say something about the werewolf being up too long. So, uh, I mean, okay. they look, look like now, normal, average pedestrian folks. Okay, because um, their house doesn't. If you look, <laughs> if you look above their front door, if you zoom, pinch and pinch and zoom yeah. on the werewolf picture. It's all about the pinch and we and can't zoom. post this because it's yeah. somebody's house. So yeah. I don't want to, you know, get in trouble or anything. But look above the door. What is that portrait? What is that? Let me let me re. Help um, me with that. That's creepier than the werewolf. Oh yeah. Oh, those are old Halloween decorations that are still incorporated. That looks like some sort of evil, um, like like demon baby sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, that's prominent. But yeah, I don't. Do you I, want to know what's going on in that house? Not really, because I don't. No. Look and and I'm, there's like a you know there are like it's the kind of thing where there's like an old. Uh, you know, like an old dryer and an old grill and just some kind of garbage on the yeah. side yard. It's yeah. kind of and, one of those situations. And look, the style of the house. <laughs> well, it's ugly. Okay. Remember, I I, <laughs> I have... I, have I hope they're not listeners. I know. That, I feel bad. But but let me tell you something. If you're listening, yeah, you get, your house, you've got issues. Yeah, there's, there's stuff going on. And we on. can see it without even knowing you. Yeah. The, just uh, want you to know that. <laughs> Remember, Sir, I would like you to know that. Remember I've talked about how uh, down the road from me I've got like the uh, the three percenters that... that, that uh... Are they rich? <laughs> no, Wait, no, no, no. Wait, is that no, a... No, no. the other... Oh, the other... The other three percenters. Oh, yeah, like the, the... Yeah, the, the, proud, oh. the proud three percenters. Oh, is that oh, the, what The they... January 6th variety. The January 6th variety. Oh, your people. Yeah, there's two houses side by side. And um, let's just say if you put... And it, it sticks out in my neighborhood like a sore thumb... If you put this house with or without the Halloween de decorations right next to it, blends in perfectly. It just has that sort of, we built this home in 1972 and nothing has been done to it. And especially like the uh, kind of like the makeshift curtains, it just has that vibe. So to answer your question, do you want to know what's going inside? No, you don't want to know what's going on inside. It's best to just stay away. Yeah. That's like when you were when you were in your early twenties and someone was like, "Hey, you want to go to a house party?" and you're like, "Sure." And then you show up and it's at that house. You should probably just turn around and go. Well, it is weird, and we all have these. Well, most of us maybe in our neighborhoods where you have the home that are is terrifying, you know. Mm -hmm. But then they put up Christmas lights, yeah. and they and that Softens instantly, yeah, you're like, "Wow, you're not terrifying at all. You're very festive." But wait, look at your, it's a, you know, it's, it's a juxtaposition. Well, I don't know what to think. And it's terrifying now because they have all these inflatables, but that are deflated. So it looks like the werewolf has just murdered okay, that's another a question. bunch of the, the, the Christmas inflatables. Now I get the Christmas lights have yet to come down. I get that. Yeah. But, and the werewolf has yet to come down. Yeah. I don't really get that because that's a Halloween thing yeah the inflatables they just deflated them and left them yeah they're just well sitting. no so those those will like reinflate uh at nighttime and light up oh they, so, so they still put those oh up? so the, oh yeah like you walk by at night and like snoopy is on a sleigh or something like oh, that okay. yeah well boy i don't i don't man i don't know what to make of this and like the basement windows are all covered up which <laughs> and the upstairs aren't which terrifies me because then i asked the question 
what's going on in the basement that needs to be covered up that you can't see versus the upstairs. And I think the previous Halloween, they put like caution tape all over those windows and then they left that same caution caution tape tape. for the whole year. I feel like this is where you go to get tombstones in the lawn. Unless you're with the thorns, I think this is where you go to get codeine, by the way. Just FYI. Something's going up in there. Going on. If you're looking to score, I think you knock on the basement window. Not interested. And by the way, the Twitter people are in, or the Twitter, the text program is in, and it's a good point. If it was the head trainer that was handing out the codeine, that's not a doctor. And you couldn't write, you couldn't give out codeine not being a doctor. And if he's just the head athletic trainer, he's not, he wouldn't be able to just give you. No, I get that. But I I just feel like that happens all the time. (laughs) Am I wrong? You talk about it all the time. This happens. Yeah, but like, it was, I always got my. They go the- to the trainer like, hey, I got a, a foot problem. It really hurts. Oh, here, just pop a couple of these. You'll be fine. That has been happening since the dawn of time. It is, but yeah. the wrong person found out about this. And, right. and we, as we mentioned before, the high sensitivity. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Just, you got you to gotta buy one of these. Hey, go to the doctor. He'll get it. He'll get it for you. Because right. doctors will give you anything. Right. Team doctors, right. at least in my experience, well, <laughs> there's no limit to what they uh, are willing to give. No surprise kisses on the neck, and do not hand out codeine. And for the love of God, don't piss off whoever these people are in Buck's neighborhood, because that's... Now, what town is this, Buck? Where do you live? Uh, this is in Beaverton. Beaverton. Let's just say this. If you have a problem with your neighbor, and you decide your wife's like, you go, you go tell them off, and you walk up, and this is your neighbor... Just don't do it. Just walk away. Yeah, leave them alone. Nothing good's coming from your confrontation. They're waiting inside their house. They're waiting for someone to complain. There is a husband in there who's just dying. They're baiting you. Yes, to have a confrontation with their neighbor over their... And I've thought about it. I'm like, should I Nine say something? Werewolf. Should I leave a note? No. And I'm like, I'm not. No, I don't no. think I should. No. They, they have to know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's legit nine feet, right? I mean, that thing is... Yeah, yeah it's a nine or ten foot werewolf for sure. I mean, it's pretty impressive, actually. But I know. It, where do you get... Where is it just a, doesn't... It's like a spirit thing? Doesn't really work. No. At this no. point of the year. It's a... All right. Well, who's ready to party? Let's go. You ready to party? Yeah. That's Big Sucre right over there. Ow! Uh, in a lesser capacity, that's uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Buckley. <laughs> Yeehaw! I like that. He does, he does, Buck does seem like a yeehaw sort of guy, although Dusty, being Dusty, he might be the yeehaw. Like, if someone was going to wear a cowboy hat... Wouldn't it be Dusty or Buck? I think it'd I be could see Dusty. Dusty. Didn't he grow up around horses too? Yeah, yeah. Dusty's kind of a farm boy. He's yeah. like kind of a yeah. He's like mind. a Yellowstone guy. If Buck showed up tomorrow, no, Buck's a, a city boy. He's from I'm San just Francisco. Saying, if he showed up in a cowboy hat, I can pull off the look. I'll tell you. I that. wouldn't. I wouldn't blink at it. <laughs> I'd be like, I can oh, pull off the look. Yeah, look at I, that. He's wearing like a Memphis barbecue hat right now. He could totally pull off a cowboy hat. Yeah, but. I don't know. I know better. He's See, a, you know better, but if you didn't know better, he's you'd be like, oh, look at that cowboy. Yeah. I think Buck's sneaky, fancy boy. Fancy? Fan- fancy lad. Sneaky. Like, yeah, when he shows up with like the, the hair combed yeah. and everything, and, yeah, <laughs> throw you for a loop. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to talk sports today, so I hope you are prepared for that. Uh, we'll start with our poll question. It pertains to NFL quarterbacks next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here's our poll question today. It's always uh, there for you on Twitter, at 1080thefan. Uh, it's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years, AAA. IAQ.com. If you are starting a franchise with one of these quarterbacks, who do you choose? There are four options for you because that's all that Twitter gives you. Yeah. Four. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, yes. Justin Herbert, <laughs> Joe Burrow, or Jalen Hurts? Patrick Mahomes. Log on, vote. And uh, the only thing we ask, please, vote hard. Took me about four seconds. Not even that. Two and a half seconds. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's the best player in football, mm. period. End of story. Now, if if mm. Burrow wins this one, now we're going to get the the inevitable, well, he was hurt in the ankle. Who? If if, if Cincinnati oh. beats Kansas City. Oh, oh. You know. Yeah. And he's, he, they've won a couple in a row now. I think they've won, what, three in a row and against him. Um, and, I, and, you know, the head-to-head thing can be problematic because, again, you're, you know, it's... It's not solely based on the quarterback, you know, but Burrow has has done it with with a lesser offensive line. He's done it with great offensive weapons, though. The Cincinnati defense has been phenomenal. Kansas City's is okay, so I think those are necess- those aren't necessarily even comparisons. But Joe Burrow is is if he wins this and, and gets to another Super Bowl and, and he wins one, Joe Burrow to me is already past Josh Allen. Physically, Josh Allen is the most impressive player in the NFL. But I think it was Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow, and you kind of, you know, it's a bit of a soup there. But because Mahomes in the Super Bowl has won one, and he's won the MVPs, you know, he, he gets the nod. He's probably going to win another one this year. But Burrow can go a long way to distancing himself from Josh Allen with, with a win here and maybe entering that where there's going to be some people that pick him over Mahomes. But to me, it's still a clear pecking order of Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, one, two, three. And... I think there's a fairly significant gap. I mean, no offense to Justin Herbert, who physically is everything you want in a quarterback, but I I can't even make an argument that Justin Herbert belongs in in that category. I would have said that before Deshaun Watson went on his massage run there, Deshaun Watson, I think, belonged in this category. Uh, What we've seen, he hasn't played in two years, and what we saw of him this year was absolutely awful. Rodgers is over the hill. Brady's still good, but you can't say that about Tom, that he's in this class. It's not even close, especially with his age thrown in there. I just don't think there's anyone really. Uh, it's not Kyler Murray or anything like that. I just don't think there's another quarterback in the class of these three. And, yeah, one, two, three. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Well, nobody talks about Hurts. He's on there. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I, he's on there because while the Eagles are really good, and he was in the MVP running, and uh, he's dual threat. Yeah, you know he's a he's, he's a, the he's new a, prototype. He's a different type. Yeah, and and certainly you know if he goes on and wins a Super Bowl, and you know, he hasn't even been paid yet by Philadelphia. Well, and that's what I mean. Like some of the so much of it is what they do in the postseason. Yeah, you know is how people base this stuff. Yeah, uh, which is why people are already taking Burrow. You know because all the guy does is win in the postseason. Like yeah. he just. Well, he he's got a he's got an it, but so does Mahomes. You know, I mean, yeah, but Mahomes. And look, I'm not trying to knock Mahomes. Mahomes is awesome, but uh, how many quarterbacks get with Andy Reid in that offense to keep the roster exactly the same? Yeah, how many are, are they? A little bit like the Niners in that keep plugging them in, and they're going to be really, really, really good. Sure, I mean, you can make that argument, but he's could you make that argument in Cincy? I don't think so yet. <clears throat> no, you because because Burrow really his first year was just I mean he was running for his life. Yes. Wasn't he sacked more than anyone? Yeah. And then he you know got hurt and Yeah. You know Oh that's right. He yeah, did get hurt. He yeah, blew out his yeah. knee. And then last year Yeah, it was phenomenal. They still have offensive line issues. They go to the Super Bowl. This year, I saw a quote from him today, he said they're better 
this year than they were last year. Yes, and now he's still facing... In a lot know, of ways. And he's still facing huge offensive line issues, and it didn't matter in, in Buffalo. We'll see what happens in Kansas City against a much better pass rush, um, not in the, the, the snowy conditions. So but, a lot of it's about who's around them. Yeah, too. but, you know, for... And, and look, I'm a big O-line guy, obviously, and I thought that the O-line would cost in that game against Buffalo. Their O-line was dominant, which is just... That's the surprise of, of the weekend, but... If we're going to look at at talent for talent, the O-line, obviously, it's a huge advantage to Patrick Mahomes. But if you're talking skilled position-wise, Cincinnati's much better than Kansas City. I mean, when you look at Jamar Chase, you look at Boyd, you look at Higgins, you look at Hurst, you look at Mixon, you look at uh, P. Ryan. I mean, that is a much better group than what Mahomes has. I mean, Mahomes has Travis Kelsey, who's just, you know... Look, you want to talk about a guy that's distanced himself from every other uh, player. Is there another player at his position that there is a bigger gap between one and two right now than Travis Kelsey? Is Kittle two then? Yeah, Kittle's probably two. And when healthy, there just isn't any. I'm surprised the Jags kind of didn't really cover Kelsey. I mean, like they didn't really. Well, Jacksonville is the worst team in the NFL against tight ends. So Well, that showed. Yeah, it did. But he, it just seemed like they just kept letting him run wide open, and it's like, well, um, and and they tried. They, they, have they heard of him? There's different breakdowns where they try to to jam him. They try to double him. No one can figure out what to do with Travis Kelsey. That's why he was a unanimous All Pro. There was two of them, right? I think it was, I think it was Chase and Kelsey. I think were the two unanimous Pro Bowlers. Look at Kelsey's number versus other tight ends. I think from. I think receptions, it's like 30-something, and yards, it's 400 difference between Kelsey and any other tight end. So Where did he play in college? Travis Kelsey? Cincinnati. Oh. He's a Bearcat. Ridiculous. Didn't know that. And but, how about both those brothers doing totally different skills in the same and profession both, and both amazing at Both Hall of Famers. Yeah. But when you, if, you know, outside of Kelsey, which obviously over Hurst is a, is a giant advantage, Cincinnati across the board has better weapons. So, I mean, to say that Burrow is doing it this year without help, well, that's not true. He's doing it behind right now a leaky offensive line that took a while to get going, but once they got on their streak, their line was playing very well. Now he's doing it with a mash unit of an O-line, but a ridiculous cast. And I'll go back and defend Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Remember in the Super Bowl where they got wiped out by Tampa? Do we remember what went down in that game? He was playing without both of his tackles and one of his guards, and he was running for his life. And go back and watch that Super Bowl. I swear to the heavens above, Patrick Mahomes was keeping them in that game. He made plays. Remember, he had the touchdown pass that was dropped. It's one of the most amazing throws that didn't count. He threw it like Superman style, running for his life. And I forget who it was, but they dropped a touchdown. Mahomes was keeping them in that game, playing just out of his mind because he was just under duress the entire time. So he can do that too. Let's let, if Patrick Mahomes was playing behind a leaky offensive line, he would still be incredible. So I think that some of that argument is a little, it's a little biased, leaning towards Burroughs doing it without any help, and Mahomes is has this loaded cast, and it's it's not the case. I mean, he lost arguably the second or third best receiver in football, the best deep threat in football, and their numbers went up. They still had the number one offense. He's he's pretty special. Now the Andy Reid thing, I'll give you, you know, he, 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 but you know, Tom Brady had Bill Belichick, uh, Joe Montana had a pretty good coach last time I checked, and Bill Walsh. It just so happens that Mahomes got with one of the best coaches of, of all time. Looking at Travis Kelsey's college stats, because I didn't know he played at Cincinnati. Yeah, they both did. Who, what do you mean both? Well, uh, Kelsey he and his brother Jason. Yeah. Oh. Uh, at the same time? I don't know if they overlapped or not. I mean, his stats aren't eye-popping, but then I look at his quarterbacks. Yeah. Zach Caleros. <laughs> Yeah, what? Do you remember Zach Caleros? I can't say that I, I do. Um, 722 yards for Kelsey in his senior year? Yeah, they were 10-3. and three. I mean, you know. That was when Butch Jones was their coach. And he wasn't a first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he was a second-rounder. Uh, that, ooh. Uh, he was a third-rounder. He was a third-rounder Tra Travis Kelsey was a third-rounder. Yeah. 63rd pick overall. Do you remember Butch Jones being the coach at Cincinnati? I do remember Butch Jones being the coach at Cincinnati. Yeah. He was there when, when the Kelsey brothers were. So you go to Cincinnati and you're pretty much good, right? What do you mean? <laughs> well, like, if you coach Cincinnati, you're going on to bigger... Like, that program 
is pretty good because every coach gets yanked out of there for a bigger job. Except now they're they're in the Big 12, so maybe that'll stop it a little bit. But yes, it feels like it's one of the better, what was it, the group of five? Like well, you it, had Mark D'Antonio, uh-huh. Brian Kelly, Butch Jones. All those guys went to better jobs. Yeah. Tommy Tuberville didn't. He went to Congress. <laughs> but still, <laughs> could be considered a better job. Yeah, I guess. And then Luke Fickle, who obviously just got the, where'd he go, Wisconsin? Yeah. I think he went to Wisconsin. Yeah, he went to Wisconsin. Man. And he was the hot name. That That's a good, that's a sneaky good job. Yeah. I mean, they win double-digit games every year, it seems like. Anyway. Yeah. A little hot Cincinnati football talk for well, you. We've talked about that Pitt's one of those schools, too. Like, do, they just, they produce some kids, and you don't really think a lot about them. You can go on to, to bigger, better things. But Pitt was a power five job, and Cincinnati was not. So where's Travis, where are the Kelsey brothers from, then? I'm assuming they're both from Ohio. Ohio I, I, boys? Well, I mean, they both. They are from Westlake, Ohio, and they are two years apart. Jason's 35, Travis is 33. So they would have crossed paths Yeah, they would have been. They would have at least played probably two years Man, together. Travis is only 33. I feel like he's been around forever. Well, he's really... How many more years does a tight end like that have? I don't know. I mean... He's freakishly healthy, too. You yeah. look at his his like career game log, he never misses more than maybe one game a year. It's unbelievable. But I will say that with that much usage, look, NFL guys can fall off cliffs real, real fast because he's just he's so good. Um, I mean, he's not... I can't imagine him at 36 doing what he's doing now. So, I mean, so three years? It's three years? Two three, two seasons? Yeah, two seasons and then I'm sure he can still play but you know, I, I you know, at 36, 37 years old to do this, you know, I I can't imagine that being I can't imagine that being a thing. Yeah, he catches 85 to 110 balls a year. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. He's just stupid. He's you know, for all the the Tyree Kill stuff and Tyree Kill is amazing. He was in Kansas City, is in Miami, but look, Travis Kelsey is, he's just, he's different. There's not a bigger gap at any position between number one and number two like Travis Kelsey. All right, well, anyway, our poll question is not about him. Forget that guy. You're starting a franchise with one of these quarterbacks. Who do you choose? Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, Hurts. Vote, vote hard, 1080 the fan on Twitter. Yeah, think about this. So Kelsey had 104 receptions. The next closest was Hawkinson with 84. Oh, Hawkinson. And yeah. then it went down to 73 and then into the 60s. And then for yards, he had Hawkinson, number two again. He had uh, 890-something. Kelsey had over 1,300 yards. It's Damn. just not really not good comparison close. from the, the text line. Jimmy Graham. He was just unbelievable, caught everything, and then fell right off a cliff. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a good call. Yep. He did. Yep. Definitely did. You can... You know, when you lose a step at, at that at any position like that, look at Zeke or you know, it happens. To, it happens to running well, backs. Running backs, yeah. It happens to running backs faster than anyone, just because it's just every play is just a freaking collision. And you know, Kelsey in today's NFL, you're not taking the hits like you used to over the middle. But when it goes, it can go. It can go very quickly. But you know, Kelsey will be around for a while. By all, by all accounts, he takes good care of his body, and he's just he's he's a freak. All right, rest in peace, the great Shans. We'll talk about that next. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Scissor. There you go. Now, who's this? Now, this band is called Far East Movement. Oh, yeah, one of my favorites. Scissor. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Remember Lil Wayne was having all those seizures? Uh, Lil. Lil Wayne. He was, he was having seizures. Yeah, he was having like serious medical problems because he was like drinking this like it was diet coke, and that's uh, what is scissor again? I think it's Sprite, and then like they put like Jolly Ranchers or like flavored candy in there, uh-huh. and then like the the codeine. Like a lot of it's like most of the time I've ever had codeine, it comes like in a cough syrup, and it's like grape flavored or whatever, and then they you sprinkle that in there, All and right. you walk around with your your cup of scissor or lean. And now, um, dad, question. Yeah. What is purple drink? Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, another name for the same thing. Because the 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 codeine often comes in the purple grape flavored, so you would mix it with like a grape soda okay. or Sprite or like I said, you know, it's not that I've ever. No. Have you? Have you? No. Why would you? Like, no, that's ridiculous. Is that good? <laughs> what is that? Is it? Well, I mean, I mean, it, does it get it, you? Yes. Nice and yes. So yep. you have one of those and you're. If you've if you've ever taken pain pills, like you know, people abuse pain pills. It's the exact same thing. Well, why don't you just take a pain pill then? Why you got to be so cute? <laughs> the text line saying that uh, Jamarcus Russell was pretty big into the scissor. Yeah, the purple drink. Yeah, it's big in the. <laughs> Wasn't Vince Young? Remember that whole Vince Young shirtless in a club thing? Yeah, Didn't he blame the purple I think, drink. I think he. It's it's very big in uh, in the party like hip hop culture scene. You hear a lot about it, yes. Well, that's my scene. I can't believe I haven't. I know. Come across that. I can't believe you out at Little, Lang- Little Langdon Farms after uh, eighteen <laughs> holes. You go in there and you know you that's get right. yourself a nice club sandwich and you mix it with some scissor. All right. Well, hey, uh, I want to talk about the Shans, but I also want to finish the tight end conversation. By the way, Scott Rowland just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. What? Or I mean, elected to the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland? Yeah. Get out of town. Does that surprise you? Yes. Me too. Scott Rowland's a Scott Hall of Famer? Scott Rowland's a Hall of Famer. No. Or he's going to be. Yeah. Is it? Are his numbers just way better no, than... No, they're not. I just looked at him because then... I thought the same thing. 2,000 hits, 281 batting average. Great glove. Uh, excellent glove. Never won MVP. Uh, was rookie of the year. Um, I don't know. I mean, he was pretty good. I mean, he was good. Scott Rowland was good, but... Well, I mean... I never thought of him how as many, a Hall of Famer. How many years was he... Uh, 17 years. No, no, no. Like, how many years had he been up for the Hall of Fame? Because, you know, they can, know, they can wear you down, like making a diamond. Yeah, but that... Yeah, I don't know. It's not really worth talking about yet, but... Yeah, 76.3% of the vote. Who else got in? Uh, I'm looking here. A few players just under. So I'm looking here. Uh, this, is, this just says who under... Todd Helton missed it by 3%. See, okay, if I said Todd Helton or Scott Rowland. Right, Todd Helton better than Scott Rowland. I would also take Helton over Rowland. Todd Helton was awesome. Now, of course, he played in Colorado. Yeah, people always, you know. But, dude, that guy could rake. Absolutely. Like, I always thought Todd Helton was one, like, in his prime, I thought he was one of the, you know, five or six best players in in baseball, hitting-wise. I never thought that about Scott Rowland. So Helton just missed, and then right behind him was Billy Wagner at 68 and Andrew Jones at 50. Eight and again, maybe I'm screwy, but isn't Billy Wagner the guy who learned how to pitch with the other hand? He pitched with both. Billy Wagner? Yeah, I think Billy Wagner was—he was either a lefty or a righty. He was one or the other because uh-huh. you can't. There's no really like you can't really. You no. have to be kind of one or the other, right? Yeah. yeah. 
And he blew out his arm, and he and he pitched the other way. Oh, I see. and then he became a a big leaguer that way too. I didn't know. I mean, he's I think. He's, I mean, he was a great closer. He played for, for that the, alone. He should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but like, I, Andrew Jones. Am I wrong in thinking Andrew Jones is greater than Scott Rowland? I also think that. Like, and I hate the That's Braves, close. but Andrew Jones was Andrew Jones was the the balls. He was phenomenal. I just don't think of Scott Rowland that way. But it's you know, it may be a little. Uh, yeah, Billy Wagner used to throw right handed. And by the way, Roland, the only one. That's phenomenal. I didn't know that about Billy Wagner. So he was rehabbing his uh, right arm injury, and he started throwing left-handed, and he was like, whoa, I'm freaking slinging it. And when was this? Early on, I'm assuming, right? Mm, I'll have to do some reading. But Roland's the only one to get in. McGriff got in by the uh, the ERA committee. So only... Is this the worst Hall of Fame like weekend of all time with so Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff? Those are the two? Those are the two. Oh, Crime That's Dog. It. I'm happy for him. Yeah, he got in by the ERA committee. He should get in for the Tommy Mansky's baseball commercial. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Roland. That's it. That's wow. That's got to be, no offense to either one of those guys, that has to be the worst Hall of Fame like induction class of all time. Maybe try throwing Barry Bonds in there. <laughs> It's not happening. <laughs> well, do you think Roland likes that? Though? I think Roland loves it yeah. because under most circumstances, he's going to be buried by everyone else. And now it's all about Scott, Scott Roland. Roland. So in July, Fred McGriff's going to have like a 20 minute speech. He's yeah. like, no one's going to want me to sit down for George Brett or, yeah. you know, Nolan Ryan. Yeah, you can go along. It's my, it's my show, Roland. You think they, you think they, like, either one of those guys can take as long as they want? They're like, I don't know. We got time to fill. Fred, Scott, hour and a half, whatever you want. Just go. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, okay, so now we're backed up. <laughs> it happens. I want to ask a question about well, you tight ends. De- you derailed me with Scott Rowland. I would have, if you would have said there, who just got into the Hall of Fame, it would have taken me eighteen years to get to Scott Rowland. <laughs> eighteen years. Eighteen. We would be here forever if you would have done the. You can like you're going to go to prison for for murder. And you can either get out when your sentence is served or when you figure out who just went to the Hall of Fame. I think I take the murder sentence. Hmm. I'm not coming up with Scott Right, Rowland. at least there's a date. Exactly. There I'm just sitting there. I'm like just naming players. And I'm not certain I would have ever come up with Scott Rowland. Yeah, I can't say that I would have either. It's been, It's going to be a while. That would have been hard. Yeah. Okay, uh, tight end question. Bill Shonnelly talk. That's what's ahead is 346 on the... Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So, Billy Wagner follow-up. Uh, we are in the weeds here, but we're going to dig out. We've got some things going on here. Okay, so the Billy Wagner thing is called neuroplasticity. Have you read about this, know I, about this? I do not. It is the ability of our bodies to adapt to whatever we put on it, says Dr. Eugene Charles, who pretty much wrote the book on this subject. Well, I've heard of, like, like overbearing parents when their kid is young, they just force him to do everything left-handed because they want their Uh sports player to be left-handed. The key is when you're young. So he says, I believe we have this ability all throughout our lives, but the general consensus is that it's even more powerful when we're younger. Science says we have more pliability and neuroplasticity then, and also less self-imposed inhibition. So Wagner, when he was in middle school, the pitcher, Billy Wagner, Mm -hmm. began throwing anything he could with his left hand. He's Mm right-handed. But he started throwing things left-handed, baseballs, footballs, even just rocks. Constant practice, um, he became, I don't want to say ambidextrous because he wasn't. He just taught himself how to throw left-handed. So then he, um, so the doctor says, by him just making a concerted effort to go with his left hand, you can reestablish neural pathways. There's the old nature versus nurture. Nature might be the said foundation, but you know what? Nurture is really what develops who you are and what you can do. So all of a sudden, his right arm is healing from an injury, and he found that he was throwing harder and harder with his left. Hmm. And so that became his good arm, and he was breaking like the siding on his house, and uh, he became a lefty. Huh. So that's different than being yes. Ambi, right? He taught him. Yes. He wasn't. Yes, exactly. He's predisposed to be righty, hmm. but he taught himself to throw lefty. My kid, my my boy, uh, Iserman, I don't know what you, I don't, 
he he does different stuff different handed. Like whenever he was young, you used to assume that your kid's right handed, right? Like you grown up. Not here. me. No. But I mean I'm assuming once you I'm were a lefty. Yeah, but when you, when you were growing up, at what age I don't know, like like with a know. with a golf club, right? I have to ask my parents. I do dribble right handed. Yeah. Everything else I do left handed. So my son was as we were growing up, it took me a little bit, but I figured out like when he would when he was young, like playing baseball or whatever, and I was like, that looks a little uncomfortable. I'm like, do you want to try left handed? And he's like, what? And I'm like, just turn around, switch your hands. And sometimes that worked, and other times he wanted to hit right. Like I've tried giving him left handed golf clubs, and he hates it. Can't do it. But baseball, if you give him a bat, he hates batting right handed. He wants to hit left-handed. It just feels more natural. He feels more natural. When he throws, he throws left-handed, but when he writes, he writes right-handed. I don't... Yeah. So there's just some things that I he... I don't know, man. Yeah. So as growing up, we just... I always told him, I don't know, whatever feels more comfortable, do it. I don't know, bro. Yeah, but, Phil Mickelson is another good one. He's uh, right-handed. Is he? But he hits... Yeah, I think his story was that his dad only had lefty club. Maybe his dad was lefty, and so yeah, he, he used like, to use those. He's like, here, and you figure it and out. now he's on tour as a lefty. Yeah. Yeah, I think he made a pretty good run of it. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Good decision. I mean, he's no Isaac Rob, but... He's on live now, so no one cares yeah. about him anymore. Um, so, tight end question before we get to... We're going to get to Sean's talk in our next segment. I thought about wrapping up the tight... We, we stumbled into a tight end convo in the first uh, hour. Yeah, the Travis Kelsey. Here, team. because we were talking about quarterbacks turned into Kelsey uh, talk. Do you think... And I was thinking about college... Or, I mean, uh, NFL tight ends that are studs. Uh, somebody mentioned George Kittle. You know, he was at Iowa. Mm-hmm. Iowa's like captain of the the tight ends rob gronkowski was at arizona and i remember gronk at arizona he, he was, was good he was good he just had back problems and then um kelsey was at cincinnati mm. but and then the the og guys you had antonio gates mm. and um tony gonzalez yeah. and these guys you can go back shannon sharp was kind of one of the first modern day you know like uh, these the, the pass catchers but isn't it interesting that a lot of them didn't have big college stats mm -hmm. you know yeah like, I, I don't know what that says. I don't know if that says coaches, because it's funny, you, you know, like, I'm sure people at Iowa are like, oh, man, we should have done more with George Kittle. Yeah. Because now look, yeah. he, he can't even be guarded in the NFL. Yeah. But yet, college, that doesn't really get exposed. Maybe it's because they well, ask him to do way more. Well, I think, I think it's... Or the it, offenses are more complex I think it's NFL. I think it's changing more and more, but in college was ever really a, like a, a marquee... It wasn't a focal point of the NFL, and even you know, even of it, the NFL or no, I'm sorry, of of college football. I think the NFL a lot of times it's, it's the college that that leads to the that the college stuff trickles up. Um, I don't think this was the case. I think in the NFL it trickled down. Yeah, because in the NFL, you started having real matchup nightmares. matchup problems. Yes, because the corners are good. Yes, in in the in college corners aren't that good. Yep. For the most part, so wide receivers can get loose. Yep. So you don't really have to have a matchup problem with your tight end. Yes. NFL, you're looking for any little matchup advantage you can get because everybody's so good. Yeah. And so the tight end kind of uh, was born. And there was always good tight ends in the NFL. But if you go back into like when we were growing up, you know, your tight ends, like, I don't know, Keith Jackson was a really good, not that Keith Jackson, but the Oklahoma. Uh, Philadelphia Eagle Keith Jackson and you had the Mark Bavaros of the world and the Jay Novacheks and you had some of these and no one's Jason Witten. Yeah, you're never gonna Witten was kind of one of the more modern guys. But you were never going to you're never gonna confuse any of those guys with phenomenal athletes. You had to be able to block, right? You you just had to. And I really think Ozzie Newsom was was, you know, for a long time the gold standard of that. And I really think Shannon Sharp is one of those guys that changed it a little bit. That Shannon could block a little bit, but he wasn't a tight end. He was a matchup nightmare that you could do different stuff with, and you could put him on linebackers. And linebackers weren't athletic enough to run with him, and safeties were too small. And I think once people realize that you could start having these sorts of uh, nightmare matchups where pick your poison, linebacker or safety, we're going to expose you here, whatever you do it. And as the game kind of grew and evolved, I think that position grew and evolved. It's really only been in the last, I'd say, 10-ish years that the tight end has really become what we think of it today, where you really yeah. can't. It can be the focal point of your office. But it's just interesting that in college, yeah, more colleges aren't. That's not trickling down to college. They're not really using the tight end as a matchup problem. Not as much. 
like and, in the NFL because you could because you could say I'm a fan of Kansas. You're a fan of BYU. Yeah. You and I could could have it a college team, or, or we could be a fan of our college team and never know that we have a legit stud, yeah. unguardable NFL tight end on our roster because he's just not used that way. Yeah. And you're you're now seeing you're seeing like with with what Georgia does. Georgia ran a lot of two hours in Washington, and um, like those guys were were really athletic. And you're seeing that Oregon uh, is using more of their tight ends more. Um, I mean, you you are seeing kind of the the development of this this six five. Well, Kyle two, Pitts, yeah, six five two. Kyle Pitts was a freak. This six five, two hundred and thirty pound. Yeah, you can block a little bit, but really. Let's you know we're we're getting you out in space, and when you can find one that can block, now you got something special. Like I always thought, Kittle with his ability to block, and I thought he was the the best tight end in the league. But he can't stay healthy, and Kel and Kelsey has just become he's become a different animal. But you know, Gronk, I, I said for years, I thought Gronk was the biggest mismatch in all of the NFL. Again, health concerns, but. Look, of, of all those years in Tampa, he didn't play. I'm talking about Tom Brady. He never played with an NFL Hall of Famer on the outside, but you know he played with Gronk. And when they had Aaron Hernandez and Gronk, dude, that offense was freaky scary, on and off the field, by the way. <laughs> um, so it's just it's it's one of those positions that's starting to, I think it's starting to evolve, and I think you, over the next 10 years, you'll see more tight ends becoming uh, a bigger focal point of the offense, and and you're already seeing it with with Waller and and some of these guys. They're, they're just they're some of the most unique athletes on the field. All right, that wraps up tight end talk. Uh, rest in peace, Bill Shonley. We discuss his legacy next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 